Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 225 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Seth. And I'm Matt. Hello. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. Uh, Obviously, Carly is not here today uh, with us for the first podcast of the year. She's feeling a little under the weather. Thank you, Matt, for stepping in. How were your holidays and did you spend any of them in a theme park? I I spent, uh, no, I stayed away from (laughs) the theme parks. Uh, Too busy for me that week. And I'm blocked out of some of them. I have been to sure. some since, since Christmas. Oh, yeah. But, um, I did take a Danube River cruise before uh, the holidays. Yes. And, with, uh, that with was our... amazing. It was uh, with our friends at uh, WDW Radio, Lou Mangello, and MEI Mouse Fan Travel, mm-hmm. uh, two sponsors of that. And we went... Uh, and um, they didn't sponsor us. We we paid mm-hmm. for it, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, you got a reasonable group rate. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It was a lot. It's a lot to fly over there. I mean, the airline alone, and then yep. uh, the, the, it's a bucket the, list trip, though. It uh, was. Uh, sure I will tell you, it was amazing trip. It was the German. It was not German. Germany, Austria, uh, Hungary. Mm. Uh, it was amazing. We went to see all mm. the Christmas markets at each of our stops. Ah. Um, if you head to our sister site, cruisenewsweekly.com, I wrote an article on the top ten things that surprised me about river cruising as someone who's been on ocean cruises mm. for years and years and never been on a river cruise. So that's kind of interesting. Um, uh, we did a Nat Geo cruise. So they have, they have, we went on Alma cruise waterways and mm-hmm. they have, they, they have their own river cruises. Then uh, national geographic has cruises and mm. then adventures by Disney has cruises. So we didn't uh, Nat Geo. And while the Nat Geo guides were nice and their presentations were fun, I wouldn't recommend it. It was nothing. Mm. There was nothing more to it than the fact that we could talk to them and they had a couple of presentations. Interesting. So it didn't really add anything. I thought, you know, maybe beforehand that the Nat Geo people would be on, you know, they'd have specific Nat Geo Mm. uh tours during the day and they'd lead it and teach us things about photography well they did teach us some things about photography but in a class on the ship and in like 45 minute presentations Mm. but uh other than that it was an amazing cruise and and like i said the the nat geo part of it was nice just if it was if it's any more money it's not worth paying for for, at least for for the one we did sure sure well i I did not do anything as exotic. Uh, I stayed close to, to home. I did uh, holiday shopping in my own closet. I dug out some things that I bought a long time ago and have never, uh, I don't know if you can see on the wall behind me, uh, that's an animation cell from the pre-show of Cranium Command. Uh, oh, awesome. Gen- general knowledge uh, that <laughs> awesome. I, I've had sitting in a closet for years and finally got around <laughs> hanging on the wall. That I was an exciting. I, I, my theme park uh, highlight, uh, you know, I'm blocked out of Disney parks and I, I stopped by Universal, but that was madhouse. Um but uh, I did go to Gatorland and I had an amazing experience. I got to meet Jolene, uh, which is a now world famous gator that was found with her top jaw missing. Um, and she's gotten worldwide publicity since she was rescued. Uh, and I got to uh, meet Savannah, who is the 
um, crocodilian enrichment expert over there. And they, uh, she and I went inside the baby gator habitat, uh, <laughs> you know, inside the glass walls with guests looking in, uh, oh, wow, surrounded, yeah, yeah. So surrounded scary. by ba baby gators to feed, uh, Jolene and, uh, I, I I have never had any anything on my Instagram page blow up like that, but uh, look look for an article about that in the Orlando Weekly soon. And then well, not just uh, not to spoil your article, but do yeah. they know how it lost its jaw? Like what attacked um, it? Yeah, it is. It, it was a clean cut, so they think it was uh, a blade, either a um, boat propeller or a machete. Uh, either way, yeah, very, very sad and an amazing story that she she survived uh, long enough to be rescued and she's doing great now. Uh, hmm. She's a rock. She's a rock star. And then um, the other, you know, post holidays uh, yesterday, I went uh, and did my first full day of park hopping at Walt Disney World since the pandemic uh, park hopping. Uh, from from rope drop on is back. Uh, the, the buses are running at 10 a.m. I got to do like 10 attractions across three parks by four o'clock. It was a great day. A um, little stormy. <laughs> got out of yeah. there before the uh, killer storms rolled in. We had tornadoes over SeaWorld yesterday. But uh, other than that, it was a great day. And I didn't hear, I didn't hear about SeaWorld. There wasn't any major damage, I guess. Uh I, I have not heard of any major damage, but my phone was blowing up with uh, all sorts of weather alerts and yeah, uh, mine too. Tornadoes, yeah. uh, storm spawning tornadoes spotted right over SeaWorld and heading right towards my house. It was a fun <laughs> night. It was a fun night. All right. Uh, well, uh, without any further ado, uh, we have obviously a lot of things that have happened since we've been gone. So it is time to jump into the news in the queue. Okay, for our first piece of news in the queue, we have a list of all the new roller coasters coming to the United States in 2024. And if if we just read this entire list, this article alone would probably take up our entire show. So we're going to kind of uh, fly through it and uh, point out some of the highlights. Uh, but we really encourage you uh, to head on over to attractionsmagazine.com. Check out this great article by Samantha Davis Friedman. Uh, goes into great detail with links for all of these attractions. Uh, first up, let us talk about Six Flags. Uh, Six Flags Parks have a bunch of new roller coasters coming, starting with the Bobcat uh, wooden roller coaster. We got to see the lead car at IAPA. Um, that one looks great. And that is a 40 mile an hour wooden coaster coming to Six Flags Great Escape. Uh, next up, the Flash Vertical Velocity is coming to Six Flags Great Adventure. This one is a boomerang coaster, so you're going to go front and back. Uh, and you're also going to go front and back on the new unnamed water-themed roller coaster coming to Six Flags over Georgia. This looks like a boomerang with a splash uh, down, um, combining elements of a splash coaster with an ultra surf coaster. 
Um, Matt, you excited for any I'm, of those I'm, coming I'm to I'm just letting you get through this list because I know it's a big <laughs> list. So I didn't want to inter interject too much. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I can charge through if you want to jump in at any time. Just uh, feel <laughs> yeah. free. Uh, yeah, SeaWorld Parks are getting Catapult Falls. Uh, that's coming to San Antonio this spring, and it is called the world's first launched flume coaster uh, with a vertical lift and the world's sleep steepest flume ride drop. That looks like a big one. Uh, a little smaller is Penguin Trek. This is a family launch coaster with uh, snowmobile-inspired ride vehicles. That is taking over the old Antarctica dark ride uh, but the penguins will still be there. I, I went to SeaWorld about a week ago, and yeah. some of the track is already up, so that mm -hmm. one's uh, looking good. So yep, making nice fast progress. See a white track is pretty cool. Oh yeah, we'll see how long that stays yeah. white in <laughs> yeah, uh, Florida yeah. weather. Uh, uh, not white, but green. The Loch Ness Monster is going to be reborn this year. Uh, the legend lives on uh, reimagined with an enhanced queue experience, all new soundtrack, innovative effects, and most importantly, they're replacing over 900 feet of the track. And it, uh, based on my last ride, it could use it. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Bush Gardens in Tampa is introducing a suspended swinging family roller coaster called phoenix rising uh and it's going to be the first coaster in that park with onboard audio yeah we're covering i'm sending john self to cover um Great. their mardi gras which starts this weekend and so we'll watch our socials for some updates of some of the track that's gone up there too as well excellent uh now let's head out to Cedar Fair. Uh, big news in the coaster industry is Top Thrill 2, the uh, old Top Thrill dragster. Um, it's going to, once again, be the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster. Uh, and it's also got the world's first and only dual tower vertical speedway with two 420-foot tall tower tracks uh hopefully this one will be more reliable than the previous version uh iron menace is coming to dorney park this one is a dive coaster with a 64 mile an hour top speed and 152 foot beyond vertical 95 degree drop plus four inversions uh and uh, a little bit more my speed is snoopy's soapbox racers uh, that one's coming to Kings Island. It's that park's first boomerang family coaster in the Camp Snoopy area. And Knott's Berry Farm is also getting a new Snoopy coaster. This one's called the Tender Paw Twister, and it's a family-friendly launch coaster. They've also reimagined their Camp Snoopy. Um, now, broadening out to uh, some smaller parks around the country, uh, there is a Peppa Pig theme park coming to Texas, which will include a clone of Orlando's Daddy Pig's roller coaster, along with a number of other uh, preschooler-friendly attractions. Uh, Silver Dollar City is rebuilding their classic Fire in the Hole. This one's more of a dark ride than a roller coaster, but the Reborn version will still have a splashdown at the end, uh, along with new special effects. And I think probably the most talked about <laughs> from IAPA was the Good Gravy, uh, a Thanksgiving themed roller coaster coming to Holiday World in May. Uh, it's only got a, a 37 mile an hour uh, top speed, 
but you're riding in a gravy boat. Yeah, I think if there's one of these that I want to go to the opening of, <laughs> that, that might be it. And, yeah, and this next one, I think too. Yes, and uh, we've also got to remember that the Mattel Adventure Park is coming. That's going to have a number of rides, including the Hot Wheels Bone Shaker roller coaster. Uh, that's an 84 foot tall coaster with a double helix. And also the Hot Wheels Twin Mill Racer. Uh, that's another Hot Wheels themed coaster uh, with a double loop and two corkscrews. Uh, you're also going to find uh, Hot Wheels 4D ride, um, Barbie attractions, including a Barbie flying theater and a Barbie dream house. Um, lots of Mattel stuff coming our way. Uh, over at Santa's Village, uh, Midnight Flyer is going to let you fly with Santa's reindeer uh, when that opens up in 2024. Uh, and there are other, of course, non-coaster attractions, but that is a huge, huge list of coasters. And that's just the United States. That is not even yeah, counting some say, of the big ones coming internationally. Yeah. Uh, 2024 will definitely not be a slow year. I mean, the only exception is... Uh, um, you know, Disney and Universal are, are not really on this list. Uh, domestic uh, parks uh, for Disney and Universal, um, we're going to be looking for 2025 for roller coasters there. Yep, yep. Okay. Next up, uh, speaking of Disney, out in Disneyland, we've got confirmed dates for the return of a lot of favorite entertainment and some brand new live entertainment coming to the Disneyland Resort this year. And it is kicking off with the return of Mickey's Mix Magic. Uh, this was their first show on Main Street that was really focused more on projections than fireworks. They still do fireworks on select evenings on the weekends. Uh, but on weeknights, you can just enjoy the party uh with the music uh and the lighting um but nothing up in the sky um i actually i this <laughs> this song this show has some earworms the uh everybody get your ears on once that gets in your head it just does not leave <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to be back from january 8th uh as we're recording this it's already kicked off it'll run through march 21st um and it's also going to be back briefly from april 15th through the 25th. Uh, in between those two segments, um, we're also, oh, I'm sorry, jumping ahead a little. We're also no, getting, the getting the return on February 2nd of Magic Happens. This parade has been cursed. It debuted like a week <laughs> and a half before COVID hit. Um, it's a, a big, spectacular daytime parade with new floats. Uh, Moana's got a great float in it. Um, there is a wonderful giant walking puppet of the uh, spirit animal from Coco. Um, lots of great music. Um, and it only ran for a very short time. Uh, it came back um, last year and uh, then went away again. Uh, so it will be back starting February 22nd. And it does not have an end date. So hopefully this will stick around for a while. Yep. Have you gotten to see that one in person? I have. I don't remember it that well because I think I only saw it like one time and, yeah. and that was it. It's a fun. I still have a soft sp a spot in my heart for the um, 
Mickey's Soundsational, the the parade with the drummers and mm-hmm. the uh, step yep. in time. That yep. that was still probably my favorite uh, daytime Disneyland parade of recent years. But this one's pretty good too. Something else that I thought was really good was Wondrous Journeys, which was created for the hundredth anniversary. Uh, it, it launched in twenty twenty three. Um, it's got a great theme song. It's got uh, some really emotional moments. It's got this great mashup of um, uh, songs from Hunchback and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, so that one is going to come back, but only for a limited time. March 22nd through April 14th. I'm bummed because I'm visiting the park at the beginning of March and I'm going to mm. just miss it. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to have to just watch my videos of it again. Yeah, we have a multi-cam uh, video yeah. up there. <laughs> Excellent. Watch that. Um, and uh, then from April 26th through August 4th, uh, Together Forever. This was a Pixar-themed fireworks show that they introduced a few years ago during Pixar Fest. Pixar Fest is coming back, and so is Together Forever, and uh, it will, sort of like Mickey's Mix Magic, just be projections on weeknights, but on select nights and weekends, it's going to have the whole show with fireworks. Uh, this one was especially fun because it had uh, the flying house from Up with the balloon. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, and this is the big one. We've all been waiting for the return of Fantasmic on the Rivers of America. It's back on May 24th, uh, been closed since April of last year when we had a little flame incident. <laughs> um, so the show will be back. The bad news is that the dragon will not be back, uh, at least not in his former form. No more giant uh, animatronic dragon, but there still will be a, a fight scene between Mickey and Maleficent. Uh, what really excites me is that they have dumped the Pirates of the Caribbean s- scene and brought back Peter Pan on the sailing ship Columbia, uh, which I think was always a much better scene. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah that's that's been uh, that's been gone since 2016, and uh, I just always thought that the uh, there was too much talking in the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Uh, and not enough actual fight choreography. Um, yeah. So it'll it'll be nice to see uh, the Peter Pan version come back. Um, other smaller things that are happening. Um, uh, we've got the Beauty and the Beast Entangled shows are continuing at the Royal Theater. Um, there's live music all throughout the park, like the Disneyland Band, Dapper Dans. And uh, until at least until Fantasmic comes back, Queenie and the Jambalaya Jazz Band uh are still performing on the rivers of america that's a fun show if you get to catch that Uh, and don't forget all of the special holiday and seasonal entertainment like the halloween screams only during the halloween season and that was just disneyland and that was just disneyland park oh i'm gonna i'm gonna take a sip of my coffee (laughs) well Hmm. at uh disney california adventure we've got better together a pixar pal celebration i assume that's with pixar fest yeah yes it is debuting april 26th with pixar fest but this one does not have an end date hopefully this will stick around um uh it's a little tough you know um DCA has what they call a performance corridor, uh, but when they set up the booths that they use for the food festivals, uh, it's almost impossible to get uh, crowds through there, much less uh, parades. So I would say that this parade will probably vanish the next time we see a seasonal food festival. Uh, But until then, it will be really nice to have uh, a daily uh, uh, daytime parade. Um, You know, back in the day, there was the... uh, 
was it the Pixar Play Parade, um, similar to the one that they had in Hollywood Studios. Um, and then, well, I still really miss Paint the Night. Uh, hopefully, yeah, that yeah. could come back someday, but I'm not counting. I on hope it. so. I think I think that one's in deep storage somewhere. Um, but this new parade uh, is going to feature uh, characters from latest Pixar films, including Turning Red. Um, Disney Junior Dance Party is still going strong, and you can catch Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange, as well as the Dora Milaje, uh, performing daily in Avengers Campus, uh, as well as the Guardians of the Galaxy, who still do their awesome dance-off outside of their ride. Um, Green, Mar Green Army men can also be spotted uh, doing their Toy Story thing throughout the park. Um, and you've got live music uh, such as the Five and Dime and the Hollywood Backlot Stage. Uh, seasonal Entertainment includes uh, World of Color 1 has returned um, uh, coming up soon. And that will return uh, in just a couple weeks with the Lunar New Year celebration mm -hmm. yep. pre-show. Uh, unfortunately, the only thing we don't know is what the heck is going to go on in the Hyperion Theater this year. Um, we had the Rogers musical was a hit over the summer, uh, but that has folded um, just like they have closed the Tale of the Lion King show over in the Disneyland Fantasyland Theater. Uh, so... You know, I think they're ripe for some new uh, large scale entertainment. Um, you know, those big stage shows, uh, they suck up a lot of people. They're great people eaters, um, but they also require, you know, well-paid actors. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm sure something will come to those theaters. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, it's always a shame to see, you know, especially for so many years of uh, like the Aladdin show. I had to see the Aladdin show every time I was at DCA mm -hmm. um, and uh I would love to see a must-see show in there again. So, yeah, me too. Um, moving over to the East Coast, uh, here's uh, something. If you are a big Star Wars fan and you want your own private photo op inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, uh, you can now book a Capture Your Moment photo session with a Disney photographer uh, inside Galaxy's Edge. Um, you and up to seven other members of your friends and family can have a 20-minute photo session uh, at locations like the Millennium Falcon, the First Order Shuttle, the uh, Black Spire Outpost Market. Um, and you can have a professional photographer help you pose. Uh, and it for the low, low price of $99 for a 20-minute session. Now, keep in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think that uh, it's a great idea, and I know they had this on the uh, on the Star Cruiser when it was yes, around. Yes, they where you certainly did. A, yep, a, and they kind of moved it here, which is great. But twenty minutes can go by really, really quick. Very, very. I I don't know how many poses, especially if you've got a large group or any children. Uh, right. Who, yeah. You know, you're going to have to bang this one out to <laughs> to get much out in twenty minutes. Um, keep in mind that that cost does not include actually getting the photos mm. uh, if you've already paid for a memory maker or you've got an annual pass that's got a photo pass attached to it then you can download those for free at, at no extra cost um, or you can purchase them on an a la carte basis and uh, that will run up very quickly um but uh yeah so so the the 99 just basically covers the cost of having the um 
the photographer for those 20 this is something that they've done throughout you can do you know a, right. an engagement session or you know right. a baby you know session they've done this in other places usually people do these like in front of a castle mm. um so i think this is like not a totally new product it's just kind of like a, a spin on it um so uh bookings for this are opening january 17th you can book it up to 60 days in advance and if 20 minutes is not enough for you uh you could book uh 40 minutes or 60 minutes just that's, add on an extra 99 dollars for that's what i was going to suggest it don't it almost be worth it if you have a group and maybe you're all cosplaying yeah. that day and you add on another another 20 minutes or whatever yeah um all right so um that's the thing that's happening moving on uh if uh if you want a, a way of maybe saving a little money instead of uh, spending more money at walt disney world uh if you are a disney plus subscriber you can now get in on the return of the dining plan at walt disney world for free uh there are special vacation packages that our friends at mei mouse fan travel can help you with and starting uh it started january 3rd if you are a disney plus subscriber in the us and canada uh you can book a non-discounted four night four day walt disney travel company package including a uh room at a select hotel and theme park tickets with park hopper and they will throw in a free dining plan for your entire party um few details that you're going to want to go over your travel agent with uh this is valid on nights from july 1st through september 30th so you are going to be visiting during the very hot <laughs> summer period busier uh, time as well so if you are booking a stay at a value or a moderate or at the uh fort wilderness resort cabins you're going to get a quick service dining plan um and you're not going to get anything if you're staying at a campsite um, and that quick service dining plan gets you snacks and counter service meals. Uh, if you're staying at a deluxe a deluxe villa, uh, you are going to get the dining plan, which is a, a quick service meal and a table service meal each day. Um, if you want, you can pay the difference to upgrade uh, to the higher plan. Um, and basically, it's like a credit system. Uh, you can use your snack credits uh, to get a Dole Whip or a Mickey ice cream bar. Like what many people do is save them up to the very last day, forget you have all these credits, and then buy a whole, whole bunch of stuff <laughs> that gets shoved in your uh, suitcase to go home. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the dining plans are a good deal. It saves you a lot of money if you look at the price of the food. Um, but uh, this is where MEI Mouse Fan Travel comes in because there's so many rules. It's good mm -hmm. to have a travel agent um, to help you navigate that and, and get the most out of your money. So, your money. so, so my advice is that, uh, yeah, talk to your travel agent. And there's also a lot of resources online. Um, do your math, make a spreadsheet if you have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It really depends on what kind of eaters your family are. You know, if you've got a family where everyone just kind of picks at their food and, you know, you only order an entree and never order order a dessert, um, then may, maybe you're not going to win out on this. If you're able to get a discounted rate on the hotel and tickets, that might outweigh whatever the savings of the free dining plan. However, if you are the kind of people who always order the most expensive entree on the menu, you order dessert at every meal, um, you, you know, you, you clean your plate, you can definitely make out with this you just got to plan carefully yeah like you said it's uh it's it's free for disney plus members mm -hmm. but 
you d- you have to buy yep. you have to book a hotel that doesn't have any discounts so you just have to weigh the two and that's again why the travel agent can be so much help uh with that absolutely and uh you know if you are not a disney plus member there are also a lot of other savings going on right now uh, they've got 35 percent off select hotels if you stay five nights or longer in march through october um for arrivals also in march and october um they've got uh um Sorry, they've got additional discounts uh, for stays uh, five nights of 25% on value resorts, 30% on moderate resorts, and 35% of deluxe. Um, uh, the savings vary depending on when you book and when the arrival is. It's <laughs> really complicated yeah. we, we, trying I mean, to I, figure out the best deal um, and how to don't... take advantage of the, the benefits. So. Yes. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's in our news today, but we did recently posted another story about a deal for Florida residents. So yes, I want to check our website for that. Yes, or really just contact Mouse Fan Travel. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's free. Um, and in case uh, you know, we don't we don't emphasize this very often, but I, I think a lot of people who have never used a travel agent don't really understand how it works. They think that you have to pay a fee to the travel agent. Travel agent gets their money from the the company that that you're you're booking from. Right. Uh, they, it does not come out of your pocket and you know so they can save you money uh they don't cost you money so. yeah it's free help so why not yep. take it yeah give it a shot um uh, also in other walt disney world news uh we got confirmation uh that the little mermaid stage show is coming back to life at hollywood studios uh but in a brand new form this coming fall uh <laughs> this was one of those things that was a casualty of covid and sat closed so long i mean people people posted news stories saying oh we hear this is dead for good and disney came back saying no no really we're bringing it back and then crickets for another two years (laughs) so i i'm I'm kind of amazed that this is finally resurrecting and that it's coming back still as a little mermaid uh musical because um you know we've got a little mermaid ride now over in uh magic kingdom and meet and greet and so, uh, you know, I, I might have guessed that they would bring this back as something with a, a more modern IP, but it's still going to be The Little Mermaid. Yeah, when I first heard the news, I thought, oh, it's going to be the live action movie version. That's, and, that's what uh, I thought, but the artwork sure still looks like it's based on the uh, the cartoon. Yeah, they've said it's going to be based on the original cartoon, so yep. that's, that's, that's great So for, we've. For fans of it <laughs> yeah the things that we have confirmed uh it will have part of your world poor unfortunate souls and kiss the girl uh which uh, was not in the show previously but that's been added um and they have promised stunning new set pieces and cutting edge effects um you know the old one was kind of famous for using a lot of black light puppets um I'm sure there will still be some sort of puppets or effects. It's got, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, from the artwork here, it looks like we still have some puppets, uh, but maybe not that blacklight style. It looks like more dimensional sets, a lot more color. So we will have to see when this opens up. Uh, I have not heard of them posting an audition notice for this yet. Yeah, I haven't Um, either. So, uh, but they have said that construction is underway inside the building. So, Stay tuned. And last but certainly not least in the queue, uh, on a, any other week, this would have been our uh, main story, our lead story. <laughs> um, D23 
did not have this one on my bingo card uh, to be announced before the end of the year. Uh, and, and we need to give a hat tip to uh, our colleague uh, Alicia Stella over at Orlando Park Stop for being the first person to report on this, uh, which kind of prompted Universal to confirm it. Uh, Universal Comcast has bought land near London in the UK. And they are actively considering building a new theme park resort, uh, potentially uh, United Stu uh, Universal Studios, United Kingdom, yeah, or Great Britain, depending on the way you want to phrase it. <laughs> it's, I think it said like 40 minutes outside of London, so close yeah. by there. Um, yeah, it is... Um, you know, much like uh, Walt Disney World is not actually in Orlando. This would yeah, not actually yeah. be in London, but it is at the intersection of several major roadways and railways. Um, and uh, a lot of these are actually actively part of a major infrastructure upgrade um, that should make travel from uh, from London to here pretty easy. Uh, it is uh, Bedford in the UK. And uh, the official statement just acknowledges that they are at the early stages of exploring its feasibility for a potential park. Um, but I gotta, I gotta imagine that if they've bought the land, they've done more than just, uh, you know, explored the feasibility. Uh, yeah, you don't, think, you don't put down that much money unless you're pretty sure you're going to do something with it. Yeah, I think the unofficial way to say it is they're planning this theme park. It's going yeah. to happen unless something pops up and you know yeah. the, the, they decide not to or they figure some some reason why they don't need to but uh, mm -hmm. i think it's uh, definitely going to happen if uh, if everything goes well so the location uh, as you mentioned about 45 minutes from central london uh but that makes it accessible to over 50 percent of the uk's population in only uh two hours um, so that's, you know, that's uh, a huge amount of, uh, of potential market. Um, it's at the convergence, uh, of routes A421, A6, and B530 for all of you commuters. Um, and, uh, ironically, this is about 80 miles from Raynham Marshes, where, uh, 30 something years ago, uh, Universal had briefly considered building a park, um, this is, you know, we they already had their hands full with Epic Universe, with Horror Unleashed in Las Vegas, uh, with the kids resort in Texas. And I like I said, I did not have on my bingo card uh, that, <laughs> that we were going to get this. Um, now, I don't think that something like this could open any time before 2030. Yeah, right. Probably not. Right. This is this is something to look at at the end of the decade or early next decade. A lot of infrastructure work that would yeah, have to be done. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and we need, need to emphasize that Universal has not said anything about what attractions, uh, what themes, what IPs could possibly be part of this. Uh, but all the buzz that I'm hearing is that they recognize that the UK market is a huge market for Universal Orlando, and it doesn't make sense to just copy Universal Orlando attractions, put them in the UK and, and no longer have people an incentive to fly over here. Yeah, so I think that's that true. whatever, yeah. whatever we see there, you know, we might see stuff that comes from Japan or Beijing, who knows, but I, I don't think that we're going to see universal Orlando rides cloned uh, in the UK because 
Uh, I mean, I feel like half the park in, in, in Orlando is already UK visitors right now. They, yeah, they, yeah. they don't need that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, there's lots of speculation about mm -hmm. what it will be. And one of the other buzz things going around is that they're going to concentrate only on their own IPs and mm. not have to pay those licenses to other companies like, and then, then that possibly Harry Potter won't be part of it because you have the Harry Potter experience in London with sure. the real sets. Yeah, um, it would be uh, awkward to like have a a, a fake Hogwarts uh, yeah, there when you can one. like literally walk through the actual sets, just uh, you know, a, a short drive away. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it it'd be interesting. There, there's yeah, there, there's also been you know for years there's been rumors that Universal is pursuing the light rights for Lord of the Rings, which uh, I'm sure would be very popular there. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, years ago, Universal pursued um, developing uh, James Bond attractions, and mm. uh, that would also, you think that could be a perfect fit well, for them. One, one thing we know won't be there is Marvel Superhero Island. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and, no. Um... Uh, yes, they, Mar they Universal does not have Marvel rights outside and, of uh, Orlando and, for sure. And it's interesting because it's another country. Like in Japan, they have Sesame Street uh, activities. So mm -hmm. it's possible that could come, could come to this location as well. Oh yeah, interesting. Uh, all and, sorts, and, uh, Charlie Brown, all sorts of that. possibilities. Um, yeah. Very exciting time. Uh, definitely, we are going to be keeping a close eye on that. Okay, so that just about brings us to the end of the news in the queue. Before we jump into this week's main attraction, it is time to hear a word from our sponsors. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! All right, for this week's main attraction, if you thought that first piece in this podcast, buckle <laughs> up, folks, because we have a list uh, compiled by Blake Taylor. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Bless you, Blake. Uh, <laughs> uh, posted on our website on the first of the year. Please go and check it out at Attractions Magazine. All of the new theme park attractions opening around the globe in 2024 and oh my gosh is this a long list <laughs> it uh, is it's going to be a jam-packed year um we've got everything from a gravy themed coaster that we've talked about um to barbie land uh, and in arizona's mattel park that we've talked about and a lot more that we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to try to skim through some of these because if we read every one of these things, uh, this would be a three-hour podcast. Yeah, and, uh, and let, let us know if we've forgotten anything. I'm sure there's, I'm, I'm sure I'm there's, sure there's something we in, missed. Yeah, I'm sure there's a random park in in Siam or someplace that's going to have something that we missed. And I, I just noticed the. The uh, troller coaster, which is opening Universal, wasn't on our coaster list, so I need to go update that. Yes. Well, you know, I I think that that's a technicality because that is a existing oh, coaster. It's just a repaint. It's right. That's not true. a fully. Yep. But we, I, I did have a note that we have to mention that when we get down there. <laughs> uh, we're going to start up in the A's with Alice in Wonderland, um, which I've I've heard is going to be called 
Alice and the Red Queen back to Wonderland. Uh, that might we might have a uh, that might just be the working title. But this is a new show coming to Walt Disney Studios Park uh, in France, and uh, it is. <laughs> It is set where they used to do the lights, camera, action, motor stunt show. Uh, that old arena has been sitting empty for a while. Apparently, they are putting a live Alice in Wonderland show uh, that's going to be interactive with the audience uh, deciding how the show ends. Uh, interesting that this is going to be based on the 1951 movie and not any of the uh, Tim Burton uh, remakes. So I uh, have to keep an eye on that. Uh, also in the A's, Anna and Elsa's Frozen Journey is coming to Tokyo Disney Sea, um, and this is a whole completely different version from the one that we see in Orlando and Hong Kong. It retells the story of the first Frozen film, and this is part of the Fantasy Springs expansion. Uh, that's also including a Peter Pan dark ride and a Tangled boat ride. Uh, next up, uh, Finn's Up Water Park in Buford, Georgia has Apocalypso, which is a 30 mile an hour, 418 foot long water slide, uh, which is part of their Margaritaville water park. Uh, we previously mentioned uh, the Mattel Park. Uh, in addition to a Barbie beach house, and a, uh, they're also going to have a Barbie flying theater there that will take you on a ride with Barbie from Malibu to Brooklyn. Uh, that's an that's in addition to the Hot Wheels attractions we mentioned earlier. And they've also got Thomas, uh, the Tank Engine and Friends uh, at that park. Um, we've mentioned the Better Together Parade and the Bobcat at Six Flags Great Escape. The Bow Wow Blaster is coming to the Schlitterbahn New Braunfels uh, Water Park in Texas. And this is a kid-sized water coaster, uh, part of a new area they've got just for the little ones. Uh, another water park, Adventure Island in Tampa. It's uh, part of the Bush Gardens complex that has a new water play area called Castaway Falls coming in the spring. Uh, and similarly named Catapult Falls, uh, that is the water coaster that we mentioned coming to SeaWorld San Antonio. This is a little bit of a sad one for me. I was in the Magic Kingdom yesterday and I did not stop into the Country Bear Jamboree. I wish I had. Because uh, we just got an announcement uh, the end of this month, I believe, uh, January 27th. Um, that will be uh, the closing day for the current Country Bear Jamboree in Frontierland. It's going to be coming back as the Country Bear Musical Jamboree with uh, more modern Nashville-style uh, covers of Disney music instead of classic country Western music. Uh, that'll be opening up uh, this summer. All right. Taking a sip of coffee here. <laughs> I'll, I'll continue here. We got Cyborg oh, yeah. Jump in, please. Revolution at uh, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, which it, is a ride I won't be riding. Uh, it looks very Disney. Those, uh, it looks like one of those Nebula Z scrambler things yeah. by Zamperla. We've seen that one at IAPA. It always looks like it's about to crash into itself. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's cool to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then you got Daddy Pig's Coaster and all the other attractions coming to Peppa Pig Theme Park in Dallas. Fort Worth mm -hmm. area, which uh, we have full coverage of on our website and our YouTube channel. Uh, this one sounds really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, that's a dark ride, uh, a little spooky. 
Yes, uh, in Efteling. Have you ever been to Efteling? I I want to go, but I've if, never been. If, if you take a trip to Europe, um, and you have a choice, you have to pick between Disneyland Paris and Efteling. I, I know it's blasphemy. Pick Efteling. <laughs> it's bigger. It's cheaper. It's less crowded, and it is wow. so imaginative. The, they had a classic um, haunted house attraction that was. It was a cross between. It was like. It was like if the Haunted Mansion's ballroom was a 15-minute show instead of a ride-through. So they gutted that, but they kept the structure, and they put this new flat ride in there uh, that's going to use a lot of elements from the original. It's called Dance Macabre, and uh, it is opening in 2024, replacing the Spooks a lot, and I want to take a trip just to see that. Um, I probably would not take a trip just to see Despicable <laughs> Me Minion Mayhem. Uh, they're no. cloning that in uh, Singapore's Universal Studios. They're also getting a world's first original Minion-themed lo- uh, ride in this new Minion land that they're nice. getting. Uh, but I think it's just like a flat ride. Mm. So um, uh, Disney's Electrical Sky Parade kicked off the new year in Disneyland Paris on January 8th. Uh, we have highlight clips of that up on our YouTube channel. And you got to check that out. If you are a fan of the classic Main Street Electrical Parade, they have turned it into a drone show and is just amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, also notice- pretty amazing. Yes. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, did you notice one of the drones, some of the drones have fireworks? Fireworks. Out? They they do the scene with the, uh, the Peter Pan uh, pirate ship. And it's got fireworks sparkling out of the back. It's crazy. I've never I seen mean, what that could before. what could possibly go wrong, right? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Uh, yeah, amazing. And I really, I, I'm, I'm just counting the days until Disney uh, and and Universal start really using yeah. drone technology in the parks. They've right. tinkered with it here and there, but they need to go full out. Um, speaking of going full out, Dolly Parton always goes full out uh, at Dollywood. And in May of 2024, she is opening a new uh, museum called the Dolly Parton Experience uh, that is three times the size of the previous museum devoted to her career and personal life. Um, Next up, DreamWorks Animation uh, is opening DreamWorks Land at Universal Studios Florida. This is replacing the classic Kids Zone. Uh, as you mentioned, they have rethemed the old Woody Woodpecker roller coaster as the Troller Coaster. I they better make that the official name. We've been, yeah, we've been they saying that. that yeah, they better they better make that. It's it's uh it's gotten a bright and colorful new coat of paint. Shrek's house is rising rapidly. Uh, and we're also going to have uh, attractions uh, inspired by Kung Fu Panda, um, as well as, I think, a meet and greet with Gabby's Dollhouse. Um, let's head west to Legoland, California. Uh, Duplo's Little Dino Trail is opening up this spring as part of the new Dino Valley area, uh, where you're. it looks like a kind of a Pokemon snap ride. You're going to ride in a little car and use a camera to play hide-and-seek with dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, they are also getting an Explorer River Quest, uh, where you're going to be able to take a water ride with boats past uh, more dinosaurs. Dino. More dinosaurs. Um, we mentioned previously uh, in uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, they're getting a Tinkerbell uh, Fairy Tinkerbell's Busy Buggies flat ride, and we mentioned Silver Dollar City's Fire in the Hole. Um, 
Warner Brothers Movie World in Australia is opening a Flash Speed Force ride, uh, which is a skateboard-style spinning coaster, um, as well as a Flash Vertical Velocity coaster uh, that is coming to Six Flags Great Adventure. That's that boomerang we mentioned. All right, let's head to Bloomington, Minnesota, where Nickelodeon Universe has Fly with Appa. Uh, it's a um, Dumbo-style spinning ride themed to Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, that's inside the uh, Nickelodeon Universe indoor park. Uh, Got to give another shout out to Good Gravy coming to <laughs> Holiday World. Uh, as well as the Hot Wheels Bone Shaker. Uh, we got to see the lead car for that uh, roller coaster coming to Mattel Adventure Park uh, at IAPA. That looks pretty badass. <laughs> and uh, as well as the uh, Twin Mills Racer, the Hot Wheels Unleashed 4D ride, all coming to that Arizona park. Bush Gardens Tampa is getting a new ice skating show. I don't think we have a uh, a title for that. Oh, I believe it might be called Turn It Up Remix. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's the previous show that's returning in spring, uh, but we're going to get a new show in summer. Sorry yep. for the confusion. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff to read. Yep, yep. Um, we mentioned Iron Menace at Dorney Park. Um, that's the dive coaster they're getting. And San Diego's SeaWorld is getting a new jellyfish experience called Jewels of the Sea, a new indoor aquarium space. We get to see the jellies. Uh, if you want to go for a spin with the Joker, Carnival of Chaos is coming to Six Flags St. Louis. This is a 75-mile-per-hour pendulum ride that stands 172 feet in the air. Another one I won't be riding. No, thank you on that one. Uh, but I would get on uh, Jungle Rush at Dream World in Queensland, Australia. Looks fun. Come, yeah, this is a little Vacoma um, back and forth, uh, forward and backward uh, part of Rivertown. Uh, a new uh, land that includes the Mississippi Motors uh, driving ride. Um, speaking of driving, Legoland Florida is getting a new Legoland Ferrari build and race attraction where you can uh, build your own Lego Ferrari. They've already got those in California and Windsor. Um, Legoland California is getting a new Lego World Parade also. Uh, it's celebrating the park's 25th anniversary. Yeah, I'm not sure if Legoland has ever had a parade. I don't, that's 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 really yeah, it, interesting. it's interesting. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember from my time there. Uh, it's it's uh, not a place with super wide pathways, so you mm. have to. I bet it'll it'll be a compact parade, but uh, <laughs> it should be cute. Uh, we already mentioned the Little Mermaid coming back to Hollywood Studios and the Loch Ness Monster being reborn at Busch Gardens. Six Flags Fiesta Texas has Metropolis Transit Authority, and this is basically like their version of the People Mover. Uh, it's going to be a little scenic um, transportation attraction uh, circling the newly expanded DC universe. Um, we already hit on Midnight Flyer. That's the reindeer roller coaster in Santa's Village. Uh, Million Splashes of Color is the new daytime parade uh, show coming to... Uh, Disneyland Paris in France with Moana and Kanto and Wish. Uh, the big one coming to Universal Studios Japan is Mine Cart Madness. Yes, that is the Donkey Kong roller coaster that will debut first in Japan. And then we're going to see a version in Epic Universe in 2025 and in Orlando. 
Yeah, we have some good uh, aerial photos on <clears throat> stories, <clears throat> construction update stories on that. Not the one in Japan, but the one here. The so one in a good look I, at it. I feel like the one in Orlando looks like it'll be ready to ride in 2024. <laughs> yeah, it it's going to be like hard it. waiting until 2025 for that. Um, but in spring of 2024, Minifigure Speedway is going to open up at Legoland Windsor. That is a 35 mile an hour roller coaster, making it the fastest one in the park. Uh, and it is a dueling coaster that goes both forwards and backwards. All right. Try to pronounce this one. Tokyo Disneyland is getting mini at Thunderland. That runs uh, from right now, January 10th through March 19th. And it is a new limited time parade tied to the uh, Minnie Mouse Festival that they are holding. Speaking of ones hard to pronounce, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we mentioned uh, Mercer Shippy Motors, <laughs> which I think is the way people in Australia think you pronounce mis pronounce Mississippi. <laughs> uh, that's part of the jungle themed Rivertown area we mentioned. Uh, they're taking their old vintage cars and uh, giving them kind of a uh, looks like a redneck makeover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Penguin Trek is coming to SeaWorld Orlando, um, taking over the former Empire of the Penguin dark ride. Uh, that Peter Pan Neverland attraction that I am so fascinated with. I don't know what kind of attraction this is. Um, some sort of flying dark ride, uh, but it is not replacing the old Peter Pan's flight. So they will still coexist for at least for a while. Uh, Phoenix Rising, as we mentioned, coming to Busch Gardens Tampa Bay. Rapunzel's Lantern Festival is the name of the boat ride coming to Tokyo Disney Seas. And Sally's Swing Along is one of the additions uh, to Camp Snoopy at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, it is uh, very similar to the Boots Banana Swing uh, that you can find at Nickelodeon Universe in uh, Minnesota. Six Flags Fiesta Texas is also getting a Shazam Tower mm. of Eternity. Uh, that's a rotating drop tower, part of their existing DC universe. And Sky Striker is coming to Six Flags Great America. This is another one of those 75 mile an hour, 172 yep. foot tall uh, pendulum rides, just like the Joker Carnival of Chaos coming to St. Louis. Uh, we already talked about Snoopy's Soapbox Racers at Kings Island, as well as Snoopy's Tender Paw Twister Coaster at Knott's Berry Farm. Two family-friendly peanuts coasters. Here's the one I'm excited about. And yes, this was uh, the lead photo at the top of the article. SpongeBob's Crazy Carnival Ride. Uh, it is a standalone interactive dark ride coming to the Circus Circus Hotel. It will be located just outside of the Adventure Dome theme park. It'll have its own admission. Uh, and it's got a mix of screens and animatronics. Um, it looks really good. Uh, they showed off a little preview at IAPA. And also coming to Turkey. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you, uh, yeah, if you don't uh, want to travel to uh, Las Vegas, you can go and see it in uh, the Legend theme park in Turkey uh, later this year. Um, another one of those Zamperla Nebula Z's is going to be called Steam Whirler, and it's coming to Six Flags America, uh, part of their steampunk Steamtown area. Um, and Tassie's Underwater Twist is opening up in Aquatica at Orlando. That's an enclosed tube slide with video elements and music. 
doesn't actually go underwater, but that doesn't <laughs> actually. Okay, so you're not actually going to drown. It'll just look like it. All right. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine and friends. I'm sorry, it's just Thomas and friends. I think it used to be Thomas the Tank. Yeah. Engine for some reason, they, I don't quite get that. But uh, <laughs> Thomas and friends. World of Sodor is part of Mattel's Adventure Park that we mentioned earlier, and there are a whole bunch of attractions, including uh, Thomas's Adventure Train Treasure Hunt. Thomas and Friends Party Station, Birdie's Bus Stop, and the Sodor Balloon Ride, uh, all coming to that park. Another big one coming to both Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom is Tiana's Bayou Adventure. This is the reimagining of the classic Splash Mountain uh, with the new princess and uh, the frog theme. Tiki Tapu Splash. Say that 10 times fast. That's a new name of new water playground coming to Aquatica in San Antonio. And we already talked about Top Thrill 2, the uh, remade Top Thrill Dragster in Cedar Point. We're down to the Vs. <laughs> we're, we're getting at the end of the uh, alphabet, I promise. Voltron Nevera is a new mock ride. Uh, coaster coming to Europa Park. You know, it's mock ride at Europa Park because everything at Europa Park is mock rides. But this <laughs> one's got seven inversions, four launches, uh, and one of them will be a record setting 105 foot wow. degree or 105 degree launch. So you'll basically be launching sharper than vertical. I don't even know how that works. That I'm not sure. <laughs> but that is coming to Europa Park in Germany this summer. Uh, a um, yet unnamed water-themed coaster is coming to Six Flags over Georgia. Uh, that one's being manufactured by Intamin. And a Wizard of Oz-themed suspended coaster and boomerang coaster uh, are both coming to the Warner Brothers movie world in Australia. A lot of stuff happening in Australia. And finally, uh, we're going to uh, end with some numbers. One, two, three playground <laughs> coming to Sesame Place in Philadelphia this spring, uh, taking over the previous sunny day carousel, uh, which is not being destroyed. It's just being relocated. Uh, and believe it or not, um, that is just 2024. Um, we have other things beyond the attractions um, that are happening. Uh, things like the reimagination of uh, Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris. Uh, the Pixar uh, Place Hotel in uh, Disneyland officially opens, along with new missions on Star Tours coming to uh, all the Disney parks. A new lift hill for the lightning rod. Um, a new Fantasy Springs Hotel in Tokyo. Bluey's World coming to Australia. The Disney Treasure cruise ship is launching. Yep. Uh, we, it's going to be a busy, busy year. And that's just things that are announced. I'm oh my sure God. we're going to get start getting a lot of announcements soon. And... <sighs> yes. Uh, in fact, I would not be shocked if we started getting some official announcements, teases coming out of Universal for Epic Definitely. Universe in 2025. With but before the end of this month, I would. Yeah, I, I, think would so. I think we're going to see some new concept art by the end of this month, and they're going to start. They're going to get people excited over the next year for this. I don't. I don't think that they. 
they had a problem when they when Universal opened the first Wizarding World that they hyped it a little too early and they had a period where people did not come to Universal at all <laughs> for like the year before the first Wizarding World opened because they were like, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they sort of went a little too far with Diagon Alley and like, you know, waited really late to confirm that kind of stuff. Um, and I think they're going to split the difference. I think they're going to they're going to really start building the hype for Epic Universe, and they're confident enough in what they've got now that, that I don't think that they're, they're too afraid that they're going to. And on, mm-hmm. honestly, they're 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 saving costs right now um, uh, by like you know closing a lot of things at Universal Orlando, and you know even part half the park is not even opening till 10 a.m. now. So they're they're saving their money now. Uh, they're they're preparing for you know maybe a smaller 2024 in some ways because there's really other than DreamWorks not a huge opening in Universal Orlando, but they are going to go guns blazing in 2025. I, th- I think so. I think there'll be some more announcements too, just to keep people excited. Yeah. For this yep. year, uh, yeah. Early next year. Yep. Uh, Mardi Gras is coming. Halloween is right around the corner after I, that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear about the new nighttime drone show coming this summer. Oh yes, we've got to have a new. Um, you know, they've definitely been working on the fountains for the old show in the lagoon yep. at Universal Orlando, and yeah, we will definitely hear some uh, parade, uh, nighttime show, some some live entertainment's going to come back to Universal right. Florida. I yep. Um. And we got all sorts of, you know, things even beyond that. The Fast and Furious roller coaster in Hollywood, uh, Frozen Land coming to Paris, uh, whatever is happening to Dino Land in Animal Kingdom. Um, we got Beyond Harry Thunder po- Mountain. <laughs> Beyond Thunder Mountain, Harry Potter coming to Abu Dhabi. Um, it is, it is a packed 2024, a busy 2025, and we hope that you stick here with us at Attractions Magazine for all of it all right well before we go uh we've gotten a few comments uh that we should uh hop back and check in on um uh if you are a late comer and wiser wanted to know where's carly (laughs) carly was not feeling well today um we hope to have her back next week and we wish her a quick recovery um so uh let's uh fly through a few of these uh (laughs) the world famous skipper ben wants to know (laughs) if there is a jungle cruise game for his quest three uh where he can just relive his skipper ben days again (laughs) yes there is okay not specifically the jungle cruise quite yet but there is a um is a game it was on app lab called into the metaverse um i believe that it is now officially published um and i think if you search the word theme park in the quest app store you will find it um and they have created um basically theme park attractions dark rides uh inside um this track the first one that they have is into the metaverse and it is basically um spaceship earth um and uh they are working on a jungle cruise um they're working on a haunted mansion uh they're really a lot of fun um i i downloaded it when it was free um i think now if you do it it's maybe ten dollars or less totally worth it to support the project um there is also uh if you search on youtube um defunct land made a recreation of the original uh leagues under the sea in uh 360 3d um that you can watch on youtube and it it looks just like being on the original ride 
And uh, my favorite one, uh, my favorite uh, quest theme park attraction, uh, search in the App Lab for Project Snowflake. This one's a little bit buggy. Sometimes when I open it up, it's it's uh, I have to close the app and reopen it a couple times because it's a handmade thing. But they recreated the original uh, Adventures uh, through Inner Space, um, the the first people. Um, sorry, the first Doom buggy. Uh, Omnimover attraction from uh, Disneyland in the 1960s. Perfect recreation of it uh, in, um, I think they used Unreal Engine or Unity, but it's it's amazing. So uh, check out all of those. And I also got to put a plug in. If you have the or download the YouTube uh, VR app within Quest, we have some 3D, 3 uh, uh, VR 180 uh, videos from the park. So you can just relive it right there in your headset. It came in really yes. handy during the pandemic. Pandemic, you it was the theme parks. You could you could go and absolutely. Watch I I watched watch an awful lot of them. <laughs> it, uh, I I will say that it works better with things that are smoother and slower moving. Um, those you know yeah. the the bit rate. Uh, when there's a lot of fast motion, um, the bit rate can't really keep up. But if you well, stick with not, things that are are well lit and and slow moving, it's amazing. And not not to mention if it if the camera person doesn't know to stay still. Absolutely. Really <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Bingham is heading to Disneyland. He'll be there around March 11th. Oh, you are just going to be there when Fantastic. You are you are there right after I am. Uh, we hope that you have a great time. Um, we did forget to mention something very important. Thank you, Brian Sager, for reminding us. Magic Key ticket sales uh, back on sale today, January 10th, for Disneyland uh, as of around 8.45 or 9 a.m. Pacific time. Um, uh, you have been able to renew all this time, but you have not been able to buy into a new Magic Key, and they opened all the levels back up. We will have to see how long that lasts. Last time, it was just a few days before, or even hours before they sold out. So maybe by the time you hear this, they're gone. But if you want a Magic Key, this might not right now be your chance. Uh, are you a Magic Key holdout in Disneyland? I'm not. I've never been, but um, I don't get out there enough to uh, yeah. make it worth it. I, you know, I, I considered that pass that got you both when they uh, used to have uh, that, that, but uh, never got that one. The uh, the the when I uh, 2010, I went out to Disneyland. I had an annual pass, the top line annual pass in Walt Disney World, which only cost about 350 bucks a year back then. And <laughs> wow. I went I went to Disneyland and bought a uh, three day park hopper at Disneyland. And I went to guest services with my annual pass and my three-day park hopper at Disneyland. And I asked, can you combine these into this new, because the coast-to-coast the -coast was brand new. And right. they said, yes, 15 more dollars. Wow. And you now have an annual pass. Good <laughs> good for a year starting today. So they didn't wow. even prorate it. They just gave me a full year from that. That was the best deal I have ever gotten in Disney in my life. I will never and, see that part again. The price again. went up and the price oh went my up. God. It's, price yeah. went up and, and they, got, they, rid they got rid of it uh, entirely. Yeah. But um, I always say, I used to say that if you make two trips of at least four days per trip a year, it made more sense to buy an annual pass rather than to buy two separate four-day tickets. But that calculation has shifted because um, with blockout dates and with the reservation system, it's nerve-wracking for me to try to plan a trip to Disneyland, try to book hotels and airfare that I can afford, and then hope that there are uh, days in the parks available. And if I make a trip, usually I go out for a week because um, I'm doing research. 
I can only book four of my days in advance. And then I have to just pray that I'm able to get, you know, yeah. uh, admission on the other days. So I, I, I might, some... I might be dropping my pass this year, but if you want to get one, now's your time. <laughs> I saw somebody on X saying they upgraded their pass so they could go weekends. And then they looked at the blockout. Like, dates and there's and no availability. Block, yeah. There's no yeah. availability on weekends. Yep. So. Yep. Brian Tall wants us to know that he's excited for the last time for the Country Bear Jamboree. Yes, I have to get back there in the next couple of weeks and make sure I see them again. Our friend Eric O chiming in on the uh, Universal Great Britain, um, saying that they could use some local IPs in the UK park. Uh, I have heard buzz about Paddington the Bear. I think he would be a great addition to that park. Yeah. And uh, and he's uh, Derek is also teasing us, uh, reminding us that he just got to visit Tokyo Disney Sea, and yeah. uh, he misses it already. <laughs> I think uh, when I'm talking to Eric about having him on a special episode where he can tell us all about his a uh, Asian trip, I would love that. He he would be uh, fascinating to talk to. Let's let's do that. Finally, uh, our last comment from Brian Sager. Uh, will we be getting Epic Preview Center and Mardi Gras news coming soon from Universal Orlando? Um, Magic 8-Ball says yes. Um, Mardi, <laughs> Gras, Mardi Gras starts in just a few weeks, uh, so they better start dumping info on that real soon. And uh, we saw the Legacy Store. That was the classic, uh, the vintage Universal Store in CityWalk just closed down a couple days ago. While it's not official, uh, all the, the signs point to that becoming a preview center for Epic Universe. Wow. Uh, so that was a long episode. Uh, we went a little bit over. Uh, we hope that you stayed with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, once again, uh, before we go, one last thank you to our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Uh, we want to please remind you to head on over to wherever you get our podcast, uh, whether that be Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us get the Appreciate word out. It. And finally, be sure to follow us. Uh, head on over to attractionsmagazine.com. Search for Attractions Magazine in all your favorite social media accounts. Uh, Matt, do you have a personal account people can follow, or are you just yeah? They can look, look for me, uh, Tractions Matt on X and uh, Instagram. Yeah, well, um, I wouldn't look for me on X very often, but I you can find me on pretty much every other platform at S Kaberski and at the unofficial guides. Uh, pick and up threads a copy too. Of my, yeah, yeah, threads, threads. Um, yes, um, and until next week. Uh, hopefully I will be back with Carly and, uh, Matt doesn't have to do this again, but we <laughs> thank him for pinch hitting and until next week, uh, we hope that you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun and we will see you again next time. Bye. Bye.